Hello, I'm Molly. And I'm Matt. And we are Growing, Growing Into Love. Thank you for tuning in to our first ever podcast. Today's conversation is going to be all about communication. And we're going to share with you a recent experience that we had and how this affected us and the steps we took in order to grow and build a stronger communication. Amazing. Uh, our first podcast together. This is exciting. Really exciting. Yeah. So um, to lay a foundation of, you know, our intention with this is to uh, express hurdles and challenges that we incur in order to help others, you know, let people into what we've been learning and the successes and the failures and the learning lessons of what we felt uh, through our relationship into growing into love. So Molly, do you just want to talk a little bit about your experience of communication from your body, let's say, listening to parts of your body. This has been something that has been a, a deep place in my heart to learn as to my journey was somewhat similar as well of, you know, not taking care of myself, uh, riddled with coping mechanisms, addictions, and uh, definitely not good to my body. Um, and in that journey of healing, uh, I've really learned a lot. And then on top of that, what I've loved to do is share hence why we're sharing here today. So do you want to lay a little bit of a foundation of like the journey you've come to with like, let's say with this situation, what brought us to learning this communication on Monday? Yeah, absolutely. So I come from um, a place of being really disconnected to self um, and really pushing my body to the extreme. So I come from a very like doing mindset, which I think a lot of people kind of get stuck in this thing of harder, stronger, faster. And I definitely took my body to those places on numerous occasions. And I especially did it within exercise. So I'd really push my body and do these like high intensity workouts, insanities, and to the point where my body would just like either get pneumonia or just like break down on me and since meeting you you really started to um, help me gain a deeper connection with myself and um, it's important to note that this was something that I was really seeking I really wanted to um, understand myself and connect more on a deeper level to myself Um, but with your help and guidance you've been able to help solidify that for me so this has been I'd say probably like an eight-month journey now that has been really me taking um, a slower pace and, um, you know, tripping up along the way, definitely getting caught out, slipping into old habits and old behaviours and old thinking patterns. But within the last kind of four months, things have really started to shift for me and I haven't been going to a gym or doing any exercise for like the last four or five months, which is huge for me because it was like something I did daily. Um, but allowing myself that time to step back has really brought in a sense of peace and also um, a new level of connection to what's going on in my body and really trying to listen um, and not get dictated to by the mind. So during this process, what I've noticed is that as I'm starting to connect to my body more, I'm noticing um, places that I've injured in the past that I've not given enough attention to. And because I was in this thing of just keep pushing through and it's all okay, I'll just keep pushing. Um, I've not addressed these problems in the way that I perhaps could have done better. So um, I have like a shoulder injury and a knee injury. And you and I were talking about different ways of 
how can I best help my body right now? So I need to gain strength and I need to uh, repair the damaged tissue and building up different muscles. Um, but going back into a gym environment just didn't seem the right thing for me. Um, however, we got this opportunity to go to this gym where um, they have great one-to-one. Um, it's all about prehab and about rehabilitation. And it seemed like a really great idea to, um, as a first step for me back into the exercise world to really ease me in gently. So when this opportunity came up, we had like a lot of conversations about this. Yeah, and we, um, we, uh, we really talked it through and about was I ready and uh, it took me a couple of weeks to actually feel to really sit with myself and be like can I go into this space and see it more as a recovery and more as healing instead of intense burn calories get stronger you know so it's about looking at it from a more like holistic approach so um, yeah that brought us to last week when we decided that it would be a good move to get back into that kind of environment and um, for me to really test myself and see if I could listen to my body Um, so we went to our second class on Monday together and what would you like to express happened there Matthew? Yeah thank you um yeah, this is a good uh, segue into like, why did we even talk about just this? Is like, well, what brought us to growing into love was this situation that happened getting into the gym. And as you heard Molly just express, it's like, we've there's been multiple conversations, communication about listening to your body and listening to uh, yourself in these exercises, especially we're going into this gym, which they focus on injury prevention. So this is a huge foundation laid before even getting into the gym. And what happened was, is we went into the class and, um, you know, first of all, we had communicated beforehand to get you to express to the teacher, you know, how important it is to express where you're injured so that they can properly assess you and give you corrective feedback as to supplement your injury. And so the class started and there was the no communication. So that was the first point that really made me upset or uh, let's call it triggered because uh, one of my weaknesses in my relationships is I care a lot. I really care. And you may say, why, why is that a weakness? Well, it is if you go to the extreme of it. And it's like it really affects me because I just really care. Um, and so... Uh, from there, what happened was, is we were going through the class and about halfway through, uh, we had a break and I was like, uh, like I came in and checked in with you and you said everything was okay. But for me, this was a past pattern from you saying everything's okay. It's all good. But it's not until I pushed the button a little bit harder to be like, are you sure you're okay? Have you really asked yourself, are you okay? And then in the past, this is where we found like kind of blocks so I went to the teacher and I said to her, I was like, yeah, like Molly's got a hurt knee. Like she's been, she's nursing an injury. She's like, well, she should have told me right away. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know this is why we talk. But yeah, she should have. He's like, so I can correct her better and get her better feedback. And I was like, I know this is why we talked about this. But yeah, just for the next part of the second half of the class, just be mindful that she has a hurt knee. Um, and then we finished the class. And as we were walking out, uh, we saw a friend and he was just talking about 
talk about um, coincidences, as you could call it. Uh, he was talking about how he is taking personal training lessons from um, one of the head guys at the gym and how he's just tired of hurting his body and doing exercises incorrectly. Um, and so he, that just sent me to a higher place within myself and a more emotional place within myself. And then that caused us to have the conversation on the scooter, which created an even worse dynamic. If you're ever on a scooter, do not have a conversation on there, especially in this space. Um, you want to pick a great space to have this conversation. Um, so that was a couple of great lessons. And so what was your experience through that? Yeah, so um, I went into the, the space and so it was my second class. So kind of still like um, that kind of feeling of second day back at school type thing. Um, and I was, I already met the teacher previously and I, under my understanding, I was like, I've already expressed kind of these areas of weaknesses to this teacher. Um, and then the class began and it was a different teacher. So I was like, oh, okay, it's a different teacher. She doesn't know about this stuff. Um, but she'll go around and she'll ask us like the other teacher did. So I can just express that she didn't and then the class began now the class that we were in in the the first one that we went to there was like five people in there now this class had more like 16 people so um something I'm working through at the minute and trying to overcome is my social anxiety and social pressure so when the class began I was like oh uh I've not expressed and oh like now doesn't feel like the right time and I'm getting all up in myself okay what do I need to do okay, I just really need to listen. Like, this is a real good test for me to see if I can listen to my body. And the class was really hard. Like, it was a, it was a really tough class. And we were doing a lot of, like, lower leg work and uh, required a lot of strength that my body just doesn't have right now. But what I was doing throughout the class was, and I don't think you could notice from what you were doing in no, your I, experience. I couldn't see. But... As I was working through my workout, I was adapting the the movements that was given to us because I just I just don't have the strength there right now. Um, so when you came over to me in the break and asked how everything was, from my side of it, like I felt like everything was going really good, apart from it being a tricky class. Like you asked me if there was any pain in my knee, and I was like, no, there doesn't. Like it doesn't feel like there's pain in my knee. Now, this is an injury I've had from such a young age, so I'm really aware of um, the kind of compounding um, movements that really set my knee into that kind of painful state. But as well, like as we've talked about, I, I have this like block with being able to communicate injuries and, and sensations in my body. So I was thinking like, no, it feels like it's okay. And then when you said that I should have expressed, I was like, yeah, I should have told the, the instructor. And then I didn't take responsibility in that moment and I allowed you to kind of step up and, and go and express for me on my behalf, which again is something that I really want to work on um, and being able to express express from, from my side of it without relying on you. Um, so then the rest of the class went on and once it finished, like I felt really good um, because for the first time ever, like I really felt like I listened to myself and that I was really in my body. And it was a tough class. It was, um, I was sweating from it, from like such small movements. So I feel really, really good because I've not sweated like that in a while. So like 
the energy in me was like being released and then I also felt strong and like I'd listened to myself so I was kind of like patting myself on the back when we left and then we saw our friend and as he expressed I was like yeah like I completely agree with you like yeah like I feel the same um so I was in like a really great space of myself and then we got on the scooter and as Matt said like really not an ideal time to have this conversation but Matt was in his experience and you were going through kind of what you've just expressed so you you really wanted to to communicate in that moment how you were feeling so then he started asking me um questions about like um was I really listening to my body and as, as you said you felt you felt it in areas of your body so I must be feeling it in areas of my body especially with it being weaker so as this was happening first of all I'm aware that you're not fully focusing on the road so then I'm starting to have to be more mindful of the road and keep my eyes on the road so I'm not fully present within this conversation and then the second thing I'm doing as you're expressing to me is I'm thinking oh wow like have I just undone all of that work that I've been doing? Like, have I just gone back to that mindset? Like, what is going on? Um, so I'm asking myself and contemplating these questions as as you're giving them to me, which from like an external point is kind of, how, how did you receive that? What was going on? Yeah, so from that moment, it actually made me feel like I wasn't heard. Um, and this is a big part of a relationship is to be felt heard. Now, this also links back to people that just zone me out or uh, I'm in this hyper-communicative expression, which for myself, I feel it's how you create a strong, winning uh, relationship is through ex- hyper-communication, essentially, like really expressing to, to know where someone's at because we experience so much. So by not really communicating on that scooter made me feel that I wasn't being heard. Yeah, so then we, what happens is in that dynamic, we rubbed up against friction. Um, so what I felt from Matt was that he was getting, his energy shifted towards me and I got confused because I didn't know why. Um, I was feeling great and then I contemplated what he was saying and then I was like, to myself, I'm going, no, like I did a really good job. Like, I don't think I pushed it. Um, but without me expressing that in that moment, as Matt just said, it, it's like, well, what's going on? Like, why, why are you not communicating? Why are you not listening to me? Um, and and I think for you, it's almost like I'm I'm reverting back to yeah. like an old pattern. Yeah. Um. So we we hit this this kind of wall and this this friction between us. And when we got home, I asked Matt if he would like to talk and express. Like he said, he's a real big communicator. So it was unusual for me that he stopped kind of talking. Um, so when I asked you um, if you'd like to express, how, how did that make you feel and what did you say? Yeah, well, I was upset with you. Um, and it's strange, right? Like it's something that has in a way nothing to do with me, but it's interesting. Like we have to ask ourselves in a dynamic of relationships, who owns the problem? Um, and this is very important because whoever owns the problem kind of it's not in a victim standpoint it's like who owns the floor in a way where it's like okay well that person who owns the problem has to have a chance to express now the challenge that happens in these expressions in the state that i was in 
is I was actually in a more uh, emotional state. So when I'm in an emotional state, I'm not going to speak with clairvoyance. I'm not going to speak with clarity. I'm going to speak more emotionally. This is actually more of a feminine energy, which then in that expression created an emotional state in you. Yeah, absolutely. So when you expressed in that way that I upset you and you were upset with me, it triggered an emotional response in me. And I was like, what? Like, why? Like, what have I done? Like, what have I done wrong? And then when you said you felt like you weren't being heard, it made me feel even worse because then I was like, no, I was listening to you. Like, I I was. Um, So my reaction to you was then highly emotional. And in that moment, I realized that the best thing to do right now is for me to actually remove myself from this environment and we just need a little bit of space just to kind of bring the energy down so I left the space and and went upstairs and what I did in that moment was really just kind of breathe and try and get back to like more of a logic mindset and be like okay emotionally this is not going to it's not going to be effective for us to have this conversation. So what what is it that I need to do? Matt is clearly like very upset with me. I don't understand fully why. So now I want to know. So that was my intention. So I left the room maybe like for like, I don't know, less than 10 minutes. And when I came downstairs, I was much more grounded. And then I asked Matt if he would like to express. And how did that make you feel? Oh, this was uh, a really good sign of maturity. Um, first of all, when um, someone removes themselves from an emotional situation, it takes like a lot of, uh, you know, not effort, but like it, it that initiative is the word I'd use. And this is really good because now it allows the emotions to settle. And now we can get into more of a solution-based thinking. So as you went upstairs, you had a reflection and you I, obviously you came to a point where you're like, okay, I need to find out what's going on. This is powerful. So if you're uh, a woman out here listening to this or if you're in your feminine energy in a relationship, this is massive. So as you can tell, if you didn't catch this, but I'll just kind of break it down a little bit. But in that interaction when we got home, I was actually my feminine energy. I needed to express. I needed to feel hurt. It wasn't even so much what it was. It was just being felt heard. And so what happened was was Molly was in her feminine as well. And that means there was no um, uh, balance within the communication. So Molly actually went upstairs and went into her logical side of self and said, look, like without her really realizing, but she's entering her masculine is like, look, I need to logically listen to what he has to say to understand why he's upset. So it's a really great trait to have um, that ability. Now, do you notice in me too, I have the ability to express, but then once I expressed when you came downstairs, I felt really good and I instantly went back into my masculine. And then by me sitting back in my masculine, it allowed you to revert back into your feminine. And this is something that I think that a lot of us should understand within ourselves and the self-awareness is the ability to calibrate between our masculine and feminine sides of self. So by you coming downstairs and genuinely wanting to listen made me feel really good and made me feel really heard. Yeah, and I think this is... um 
where I've gone wrong in the past as well or uh, it's just an awareness thing you know like understanding the best way to have these kind of conversations that can be challenging and difficult and for me naturally I want to go into my emotion and I want to um, express and and oh, I, I want to feel it but because you were feeling so much I had to really like you say step into my masculine in order for this balance of polarity to to be able to communicate with one another um because you know these conversations they're not the the nicest to have and previously I would have avoided this situa situation altogether so my coping mechanism and and how I handle things would be remove myself but then not go and address it so I'd remove myself emotionally and then not want to face whatever the situation is because it's too ah too, too hard to get into and um, I don't want to go there but what we've been working on since we started our relationship it, it is this better form of communication so that these emotions don't get suppressed and we both feel like we can be heard and then we can logically work out a solution in order to to grow and build our strength and our connection and this is something that um, I found was is so great about you is even in the in the midst of it, when it's like feeling like rough and like ah, it's not nice, you were able to say to me in that moment, "We're growing. This is us building and getting stronger." And I was like, "Really?" And you were like, "Yeah, yeah. Like we gotta grow from this." Yeah, um, this is a good point. Um, a lot of times, uh, I heard um, from. Uh, entrepreneur that I was listening to says like part of his success is uh, uh, he allots it to the amount of difficult situation or conversations he's been in so if if you if if in a relationship in my opinion if you don't come to these types of places you're not growing you know it's just an opportunity to grow and that's why uh, I like how we think of it as growing into love, not falling into love, because uh, it takes time, it takes these conversations, it takes these situations to test the strength of our love and to grow the strength of our love. And I think that that's what happened here. Yeah, and on reflection on my behalf, like I can really see the benefit of it now. And even though at the time it didn't feel the greatest, knowing now and look knowing what I know now and looking back is like it really solidified us in our communication and our understanding of each other and how important it is to really listen to each other and hear, hear each other's side of the story because ultimately I love you you know and I want to I, I want you to feel good and I want to understand your perspective and and with that willingness to listen then I'm able to to get onto the same page that you're on and we can we can grow together from that. Yeah, essentially what happens in a situation like this to just make it simplified is imagine um, Molly was on uh, page 113 and I was on a book in page 117 in the same book and ultimately what we needed to do is just to come to the same page on 115 and that there's there's not no no right or wrong there just is trying to understand yeah and I think that's such a good point that you make about it there's no right or wrong because sometimes in these situations we really want to be right like this is how I feel and this is the right way and ultimately 
if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But we can't look at it as a standpoint of right and wrong. We're not going into like a battle. We're not going into from from how we communicate with each other anyway. You know, we we want to understand and you kind of have to leave that at the door because it's just stemming from ego. You know, it's just stemming from a place of I need to be right instead of a place of actually I want to understand. Yeah, I would agree. So with this, we, um, we've had some time to allow it to settle and, and reflect on it. And that's why we decided to use this as the, the first podcast um, as a talking topic. And so some things for you to go away with and to consider. There's kind of six steps that I find really helped me in this, in this process. So the first one is, like I just said, going removing emotion and moving into the logic side of the brain. The second one is releasing the need to be right. So letting go of the ego. The third one is to really listen to your partner. So as Matt said, he owned the problem. So I needed to really listen and hear him out. And I needed to listen until he finished talking. So not butting in, not, ah, yeah, but I feel this. Like really, really letting him express fully and then vice versa. Once once he expressed, I then thanked him for expressing because it helped me because now I have an understanding actually of, of where that's coming from and I, I understand that more now. And now I have an opportunity to express and within my expression is, again, not getting caught up in the emotion of it and trying to speak objectively. This is how it made me feel. This is what I was experiencing and then the sixth point is coming together in that reconnection. And that can be in any kind of way. So it might be physical, it might be a conversation, it might be an activity you do together. For us, what actually happened was we had a little bit more time apart um, and we allowed everything just to kind of settle down and digest. Because like I say, these conversations uh, can be really challenging and they really stretch you. So um, it's really nice just to have some reflection time and then come back together and be able to to build stronger from it. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. And if you found this conversation interesting and beneficial, be sure, be sure to share it with your friend, maybe someone that's in a relationship that could benefit from this or a family member. Anywhere that you find someone may benefit from you know this process. And just want to thank you for tuning in and we'll be back with another episode of Growing, Growing Into Love. love.